You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. It didn't work. Yes, it did. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome again to the Dream Design Podcast. I am your host, Amy Lee Westervelt, the Dream Design Coach, and I am so excited for my guest today, Archie the Feelings Guy is someone that I've been following for a little while. He's going to tell you some super exciting news in his life um, and kind of where he came from. And of course, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So we had to have him on in May because why not? But you guys are going to love, love, love him. I can't wait for you to meet him in just a moment. See you soon. Welcome back, everyone. So me and my fabulous guest were dancing backstage, and I'm sure you are absolutely going to love him. If you guys find value in this, please share it out to your pages, to your groups, to your friends. Let them all know, because we are about to hang out with a future superstar. And with that, let me bring on the incredible Archie. Welcome, Archie. How are you? You know, I am loving this dance party. I was getting it over here. That was good. That was a good jam. I, yeah, I, am, I am happy and I'm happy to be here. I'm so glad that you're here. So um, there's so much to talk about with you. And obviously, we don't have a ton, ton of time. So I want to dig right into it. Tell us a little bit kind of about like where you started. Like what was your like regular life before the hero's journey kicked in oh wow okay where did i even start okay so i probably should at least share that like i did get my dream like right like we had these dreams going up i got it i went to new york i performed i did the thing i like five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes like i mean i got it and then i became a real good drug addict like <laughs> real real good real good real good um and that i i just but like that really addiction and mental illness kind of ripped away my first career. Um, so I did get the dream. And then I thought that I was recreating this other one in higher education. So I've been in the higher education space for almost 15 years now, either as a volunteer, as a professional staff member. And um, my last job with an insurance and a insurance and a paycheck. Remember insurance and a paycheck? Oh, Lord have mercy. When that direct deposit came in, mm -hmm. uh, I was the vice president of health and safety at a an umbrella organization that supports all fraternities. And I loved what I did. I did not love the politics. Um, I did not love that piece. If I could have just done my job and helped people and helped save lives, which was what my passion and is my passion, that have been okay, but I didn't like the politics. And so that was what I did before we got to now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So first of all, you don't know this about me because why would you? Giant redhead, giant redhead. And <laughs> in college, I had an independent film festival 
and um, Anthony Rapp came and he was in my car. <gasps> and I will never forget, I had the liner notes for the movie because the movie had just come out, right? Uh -huh. And he looks at me deadpan, like seriously. And he goes, you look a lot like my friend Adina. <laughs> you know, I actually thought that. I'm not kidding. Like, so that was kind of the highlight of my life. I mean, like that, yeah. you'd have been like, can you record that, please? Can you say yeah, it? I'm right? going to play it all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I always show people I have, you know, the the libretto or whatever uh -huh. and, and the, the little liner notes thing. And I'm like, he pointed out to me how everybody had their water bottles on the stage. And so every time I'm like, you guys, so here's where he signed it and said, even though I'm not Adina, I will happily sign this CD. And then over here's where he showed me how everybody's water bottles were on the stage. And they're like, okay, Emily, you're a little weird. <laughs> well, yeah, no, Broadway, Broadway are my rock stars. Broadway and thought leaders, you know, celebrities in, in Hollywood, you can keep them. No offense, Brooke, I love you. But um, like, honestly, it's really about like people who have like a lot of talent, so. Anyway, that was my fangirl moment. I know, I love um, it. So, okay, so when we're talking about, so so what you do today, mm -hmm. right, is very different. And we're going to talk about something really exciting that happened for you in a couple <laughs> minutes. But mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about the departure from, you know, your, like you were saying, the insurance and a paycheck, you know, which <laughs> which is very much not overrated when you're I getting mean, it. And then you're on. like, hold on a second. Wait, so you're telling me I don't have to pay to not be sick anymore? Like, <laughs> How does this work? Like, I don't I have to it. pay you in case maybe someday I don't take care of my, yeah. So um, tell me more about that. Yeah, yeah. So in January of 2020, so I actually told people in October of 2019, I told my boss, because I, I loved working there. I was like, listen, I'm just letting you know, this is what's going to happen. So I had a very long off-ramp on purpose to take care of my fellow employees and make sure they were set up well. But in January of 2020, I thought, you know what? What better year in our life to start a business than 2020? And so, friend, I tell you, I jumped. Um, oh, hi. I jumped, and I believed that there wouldn't be holes in the net, and there wasn't for three months. And then the holes got really big. Uh, but I will say that if you're going to start a business in 2020, at least at least praise baby Jesus and the gold LeMay diaper that my business was not called learn how to hug. Cause if it had been that I would have been in trouble. Uh, at least it's mental health, self-care. And also now I do a lot of, I know this is light and um, fluffy, but I also do a lot of suicide prevention work mm -hmm. uh, because that um, I don't, I don't think we all realize it, it, if people don't realize the mental health crisis that is coming, you're not paying attention. Like you're not paying attention. Yeah. So I, I want to be in there in the trenches. Um, I literally came from doing a keynote here. And I think people are always, um, always so surprised at how much fun they have. And I'm like, mental health programming doesn't have to be boring. Like, come on. So I, I really live in the helper lane and really try to help people out today. Totally got that little Jimmy from South Park reference right there. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on, people. I um, love it. Um, no, and you bring up a good point because, you know, it, believe it or not, this isn't necessarily fluffy. It's about, you know, one of the things about the Dream Design podcast is we're talking about things that have to do with people's mission. And so mm -hmm. when it comes down to see people think th there's this misconception that the things that light us up in our dreams and the pursuit of our dreams is frivolous. It's fickle. It's like something that you're just going to, you know, I think I'll go after my dreams, but people don't realize that from a quantum perspective. And yes, I'm out of the quantum closet. Now you guys let's do it um, from a quantum perspective. We made some kind of agreement wherever we came from and said, Hey, 
I'm going to come here. I'm going to do this job. Just like when you're in the military, right? My husband's in the military and it's like, okay, you're this, you're going to do this, sign your thing. Here's your bonus. Well, it's the same thing when you come to this planet as a soul. Congratulations. You won the lottery. You get to come to earth and you're going to do mental health, you know, uh, prevention, blah, 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 sign right here. And then it's like, you come to earth, you're born, you forget all of that, right? Like you don't, you don't, you're, that's not there. And then you spend your life trying to find your way back to that dream. But here's the interesting part of that. And I know this is about you and not me, but I, I have to make this point is that the feelings we get when we do the dream work are like, set your soul on fire. I could do this all day. And that's because the universe intentionally incentivizes those things. Go figure. They're creating feelings inside of you to say, go closer to this. But it's like, you know, you and I use this example all the time. It's not for everyone, but for some people, you go look at like political comments on like a thread. And it's like, I would rather have diarrhea for three days, you know, like, and there's a reason for that because that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Right. Like the universe is going, yeah, I know. I don't want you to do that. So I'm going to make it feel yucky. So you stop doing it. It's called the D incentive, right. Or disincentive or I don't know. It's something incentive with a suffix on the front. So basically what you're saying and what you're talking about is 100% in alignment with what we do here, because you're like, okay, this is something that is so incredibly important to me that I was literally willing to take my life from this direction and swing it over to this direction because I knew what I was here to do. So absolutely. And, and, you know, to your point about mental health, I mean, I don't think there's anything that have, in our lifetime that's ever been as trying as what we've gone through, yeah. because I don't genuinely think that any establishment, be it right, left, up, up, down, whatever, a start. I don't think that any of them, truly have a pure agenda anyway. And so I think we're being gaslit from every direction, yeah. you know, especially, I mean, as, as a person who's an empath with a parent who had narcissistic tendencies, I can spot gaslighting a mile away. And it's like, you, anyway, but that being said, um, so in terms of the mental health piece and the suicide prevention, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, there are a lot more people that are at risk for suicide mm -hmm. than we think. Yep. 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 Well, first I also want to say I meant fluffy. Like I had just finished singing rent and I was making a hard left turn. So I all like, I was like, yes, come on. Priest of quantum films. Come on. Tell us sister. So I'm <laughs> right there with you. Um, no, I, there's nothing, there's nothing frivolous about chasing your dream. Nothing, nothing frivolous at all. Even when my first passion, well, what's interesting? I'm going to answer your question. Let me do this. So I don't forget the mental health question. Um, when, when I, when I would be on tour and we would do talkbacks, it's very normal for a tour to do talkbacks with high schoolers. And it would always be like the high school theater people. And they were like, I want to be a performer. And we would, we would borrow a line from sister act and say, when you wake up in the morning, if the first thing that you think about is not performing, don't do this. Don't do it because it's so hard. And it's, it's, it, there's so much mental anguish that I didn't even realize until years later. Um, but it's so tough. So chasing your dream, not fluffy at all, not fluffy at all. Yep. So mental, so there are 51 million Americans who have been diagnosed with a mental illness, 51 million. And what I really love about um, the world health organization is that they have added a so also let me just let me just pause and also say to all the humans out there, yo, mental illness and mental health are different things. Okay. So when we say mental health, 
we're literally talking about our mental health. Like we all have physical health. We all have mental health. But we're, I'm, I'm really glad that these that this topic has come more into the media. But like we need to use the right words. But there's a there's a word they've um, they've coined called mental health challenge. I love it. I love it because it expands the people that we can support and talk about. We all either have or will experience a mental health challenge in our life, just like a physical challenge. Like you, like you get a hangnail. That's a physical health challenge. Like, so we will all experience a mental health challenge, but yes, there are humans out there that are um, keeping everything bottled up because they don't want to bother anyone else. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop this bother people thing. And let's actually have a conversation about our feelings uh, because the absence of that is what is leading people to contemplate, hmm, do I want to be on this planet, which is not a place we need to be. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking of this when you said that before, but I, I've got to tell you a little bit of my story kind of. So I used to, I used to work with empaths and highly sensitives and my group was called Unstoppable Empaths. And there was something kind of missing there. And I remember I got word that Kate Spade had committed suicide and Kate Spade was an icon for me. In fact, when she died, I was really devastated. I ended up being in like business insider. Like I was the first Instagram they must've grabbed. So I was like the Kate Spade girl. But anyway, I knew unequivocally again, being psychic, being empathic, I knew where she had been. And like, I knew what it was, what she was feeling as if it had happened to me, you know, like I could feel that like she had been narcissistically abused. I could feel that she was like, yeah, I have all this stuff, but really like, where am I? And so I vowed that I wanted to make sure that empaths never felt like that anymore. Right. Because we tend to eviscerate ourselves on what I call the altar of altruism. Right. Like we just are like, here's all of me. I don't, ex I don't deserve to exist except to serve you. And there are some people that really glom onto that, AKA the narcissist. And so, you know, when you're talking about this, you might have somebody in your life who potentially has these, you know, tendencies or these ideations and you won't know it, like you said, because they don't want to bother you. But, you know, I'd be a lot more bothered to have to take work off to schlep to somebody's funeral than I would to get on a conversation with them and be able to talk them off a ledge, truth be told, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear about it after the fact. I'd rather you bother me now. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. but I think also we underestimate how many, how normal ideations really are. Yeah. I mean, normal people yep. have thought, like I've had thoughts of like, sure. this is so hard. And it's not that I want to kill myself, so to speak, but it would be really cool not to exist right now. Mm -hmm. And that is a, that is a form of ideation or another thing, especially when I would, you know, and guys, full disclosure, Emily apparently has the truth serum today. Um, when I first had kids, you know, I would get that whole call of the void thing. And I would be terrified. I remember we were in like a, a mall and we were on a second floor and I'm like, don't let me hold the baby because heaven forbid something should happen. And my brain goes crazy. Mm -hmm. Like we, we underestimate how normal these feelings are. And so I love that you have this part of you that's like, yeah, you know, like I'm the Broadway dude, but also mm -hmm. this is really important. Yeah. And you juxtapose those things in such a way that people <laughs> like me feel like they can pour their hearts out about crazy things. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. And and what's funny is that, you know, when we talk about chasing dreams, 
I really never thought like when I stopped performing, I never thought I would love anything as much. And I love this more because I am still being this guy that has stage presence for days. And I know that, that, that allows you to lean in. And then once you've leaned in, then I teach you some really important things. Mm -hmm. um, and in, in one of the ways that I do that, and, and I think people, when they, this like bother thing, it's because we're asking the wrong questions. Like when I say, how are you today? I don't really care. I mean, let's just be really honest, friends. How are you today? We're really just saying hi. So just say hi. Just say mm -hmm. hi. And don't ask, how are you today? And if you really care, ask, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Not how are you today? How are you today means nothing. And if we, I really believe that if we can change the way that we greet and interact with each other, I firmly believe we can help save lives because we will create this culture where it's okay to be sad. It's, it's okay. P.S. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be terrified. When I launched my podcast, Brenda was terrified because that is like, you're just putting it out there into the world. And for anyone to say whatever. And I, I mean, I read comments. People can say, people say not me, not to me currently, but you know, people can say some really nasty things. I was terrified. And so I own that. And people are like, are you sure you should say that? And I'm like, Yes, that's how I feel right now. So we have to begin to normalize having feelings. And the only way we're going to do that is by using all the feelings of the rainbow, all of them. And, and so like today, if someone asks me, how are you today? I answer the right way. So if they say, how are you? I say, well, I am. I'm excited, but I'm also a little sleepy. And they're always like, oh. like I did an interview yesterday and this woman this the, when she called me, she she said, "How are you today?" I answered the right way, and she kind of giggled, and it was very clear she didn't care. <laughs> she didn't care. <laughs> she was just like asking me, "How are you today?" To be polite, but yet I'm going to show up authentically. So I encourage all of you that are listening: show up authentically. Ask the real question. Ask how are you feeling, and then just listen. Be prepared to listen. Whatever's coming next, just listen. And if and if you don't want to say that, just say hi. Just say hi. I love that. So. That being said, first shameless plug of the conversation. Are you guys totally loving Archie? Do you see why I think he's so fantastic? He's so great, right? I love him. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Oh, I want the I want the round bubbles. Hold on. I don't like the pointy ones. Okay, that's better. Um oh, okay. All right. So, do do do. This is where you can go to listen to his podcast, which is called What a Feeling. We're not allowed to sing it because <laughs> Flash dance will come after us, but just sing it in your head. It's mm -hmm, fine. Mm -hmm, um, right. And he is currently ranked, what is it, 112? 112. 112. Yeah. yeah. So you guys need to bring that up. Okay. Like, seriously, go follow this, listen to it. Oh, look, I'm actually pointing at it. That's so cool. <laughs> that's, that's really good. That's actually. So kind of cool. Like, I, no, I'm not going to try that. But um, yeah. so go ahead and, and, you know, if it resonates with you, share it with someone who might need it. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And definitely, you know, subscribe. That's the other thing. Oh, no. And rate it, too. Ra rate right. and review it. That's what really helps climb it. Um, I currently have more stars than I have written reviews. And apparently, apparently iTunes listens to them both. Um, but, you know, I've had some humans that have shared some things that have been like, I heard this guy speak. I haven't listened to the podcast yet. I can't wait for this to, you know, that's a very honest review. And it's still a positive review. So anybody else need to lie. But I will also say... Listen to who's singing that theme song. You might recognize him. How many podcast people can say they wrote and recorded their own theme song? Okay. So check it out. Because I that sure did. That is pretty cool. I sure did I sing it. Mm -hmm. So speaking of really cool things, and you got really blurry for a second. I'm not sure why you're so blurry. Oh. It's okay. Oh. 
I'll stop moving. Am no, I... it's not that. I think your I think your connection's a little bit bad, but that's okay. <gasps> don't judge my gonna... connection. That, don't judge my connection. My connection is cute. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge my connection. Oh my God, I love you. Um, <laughs> okay, so oh, somebody's. Hold on. Someone might be DMing me that your connection's bad. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. Um, so you have something super exciting and fun and super cool coming up. And I want you to be the one to share it because I will butcher it. Hi, Mikey. Hi, how are you? Oh, yes, Lady in Red. Well, it's more like Burn Sienna, but, you know, it's close. Definitely close. It, it does show up red on there, doesn't it? Um, okay, tell us the big exciting news. I want to know why Mikey's not commenting on my outfit. Like, I'm I'm a little upset, Mikey. You don't like my bunnies? If you had seen, if you could my, see Mikey? the outfits that Mikey wears, OMG. I mean, okay. I told him I want him to take me shopping. He's oh. got, like, the gold lame. Like, he hangs out with people in Hollywood, like, all those. Come on, Mikey. Stuff. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Let's, let's be friends. Um, yeah, you will love him. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, I, am I better? Am I still blurry? You're, I'm no, really you're able- way better. Okay, good. Um, so these words are so weird to say, but I leave for Miami a week from Sunday to film a TV show. It's so, it's so strange. Um, but it's, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. So it's called, it's called the social movement four days to save the world. I think season one launches this weekend. I think, I think on Amazon prime, Amazon prime, Roku, Apple TV. Wait, how um, does it, oh, season one, the one they are Season did. one, yeah. So they yeah. filmed season one a long time ago, and season two was supposed to be right. Okay, yes, Mikey. Um, <laughs> season two happened, it was supposed to happen right afterwards, but of course, you know, the world stopped. And so they, they paused season one coming out to be a little closer to season two. So if in your mind, and when I say this TV show, I do not like this man that was, at the, okay, but I just have to say it. If you think The Apprentice and then marry it to, Shark Tank, that's what it's like. So, so it's like the Apprentice Tank. <laughs> well, yes. to be fair, just yes. so you know, so so when you make this in the future, Martha Stewart also did an Apprentice. Just so you know, <gasps> that's right. Okay, okay, okay. I was okay. I watched every episode. Of okay, Red okay. Apprentice. Yeah, we'll think that version. Okay, so Martha Stewart's version. I'm going to start clarifying that. I think because I've also tried to find a new word for one up. I just can't say that word anymore. I just can't. I can't say the word, so I have to think. <laughs> Thank you, Mikey. Um, I'm not going to tell you where this came from because you will judge me so hardcore. But let's say it came from New Royal. I just switched the words. New Royal instead of the other words that are close, the opposite of that. Or oh, actually, New Purple instead of Old Navy. That didn't work. Okay, anyway. Mikey's like, I'm not going to be friends with this person. But the idea of the show is that your team has four days to come up with a viable business. Wait, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not even doing this in a voice. I feel like there's no sense of urgency whatsoever in what you're saying. So back it up. Your team, go ahead. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love this experience. So the team has four days to come up with a viable business opportunity and you pitch it to investors. What's cool is that the viewers will also be able to invest. So if you if you like what you're seeing, you can invest remotely as well, but the, the, the company has to solve a social issue. I have been elevated to team captain, which is you excited. You haven't met these people yet? No, but I saw so, like excited and scared. If you know musical theater, like that is exactly how I feel um, to be leading this team. I think that means I have to do the pitching as well, um, which is 
exciting, but also terrifying. Uh, but I feel pretty certain that I'll be focusing on the team um, working to end suicide, which um, uh, as a as a suicide attempt survivor, that is a very special thing to me to be able to affect some real change. Uh, and so I'm just excited about being with other people who are like-minded, who have a passion for doing good in the world, but who are also okay with paying the bills. Like for me, when I finally settled into the fact that like, I don't have to be a pauper to be a helper, life changed. Like I can, I can be able to afford a meal and still help people. So I'm excited. Yeah. And you bring up a really good point because again, going back to quantum with Amy Lee, it's all about the energetic exchange, right? So when we, when we do not charge the energetic, not necessarily money, not everybody has money, the energetic value for what we provide, we rob the recipient of the transformation. 100%. And it doesn't have to be money. It could be a review. It could be referrals. It could be mowing your lawn. It could be a hundred thousand compliment, whatever it is, there has Mm -hmm. to be an energetic exchange. Mm -hmm. And when we don't do that, that person is never going to get the value out of like, we're the one who's robbing them. We are. You know, it's funny. Um, my, my, um, life coach, you know, she was um, my life coach from way back in the day. I'm going to, hook you up with her because she will love you. Um, (laughs) No, she's just the sweetest thing and you would love her too. She's in LA. But anyway, she, um, she would, you know, she was like, Oh, you know, this is my rate, whatever. And uh, I'll, you know, uh, we're going to do an hour and a half. I'll charge you an hour. I'm like, why charge me an hour and a half? Because that's the energy that I want you to bring. I don't want you to bring the, I'm doing a favor energy. I want you to bring the, well, you know what? I got paid exactly. Let's dig in. Let's Because I feel like when you get into a situation where someone's doing you a favor, you can't possibly show up in that energy Mm -hmm. in the way that you want to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you you will never be able to provide that level Mm -hmm. that goes along with what you claim you're providing. You just can't. Unless unless that's your intention from the onset. Um, So what, what I mean by that is when the world went, okay, so like in January, February, March, I went to every conference known to man. I spoke all over the country, um, doing all of, <laughs> doing all He's of the married boo. Yeah, I'm, I'm married. Um, but I can't wait to be your friend. Um, uh, I mean, that was so distracting. What was going on? I love you, Mikey. Um, oh yeah. Um, so I put a lot of money into this, this business and then the world went sideways and my entire calendar, I didn't get a paycheck for three months. You're we talking about scariness. There's some scariness, but you know what I did? I felt sorry for myself for two days. I want to own that. I felt sorry for myself. I laid in my bed. I watched Grey's Anatomy. I ate some ice cream. I felt sorry for myself. And then what did I have to do? I got my ginger butt up out of that bed and I started giving back. And so I created a program called You Can't Wash Your Anxiety Away in 20 Seconds. Because we all learned that if you sing a chorus, wash your hands, wash your hands, scrub a limb, bubble and wash your hands. If you wash your hands while you're singing, you'll kill the germs. And so I was like, wouldn't it be that great if it was that easy with anxiety? And it's not. So I created this program and I gave it away and I gave it away. I reached out to people and I was like, I need to be of service. Are your people hurting? Now, some of them said, can we pay you? And I was like, sure. But that wasn't my intention. Emily, you know what's so fascinating about this though is I didn't realize that the rest of the world thought that I was killing it. They all thought that I was like bringing in the coins and I, I had, I didn't, I literally didn't get a paycheck for three months but giving all of this, and I didn't do it with any intention other than to help people because it was helping me. It was helping me. 
And from that, people saw this thing like, well, you got to get this guy. You got to get this guy. What's fascinating is that three months later, when everyone else was trying to figure out how to do virtual programming, I knew what I was doing. I have my programs down pat. I'm an excellent virtual presenter, period. And I know that to be true. I know how to engage people. I know when to pause. I know when to ask questions. I know. I mean, I know. And I, I did it all by giving back. So that was my intention showing up. The energy was pure. It was exciting. And it sure did come right back around. Didn't, I didn't need it to, but it sure did. I love that. Yeah. Again, it's that energetic exchange, right? The energy came back in some way or another. But, you know, even like um, sometimes like if I ever I'll find someone who really needs one of my programs, right? Like I just know they do. And I'll just message them and I'll be like, hey, you know, I have this thing and it would really help you. They don't ever open it. They don't really ever pay attention, you know, and it's not for lack of them needing it. It's because, well, this clearly doesn't have any value or she wouldn't have just given it to me. Yeah. Not always. 99% of the time. I mean, I have a program that when I first did it and had no idea what my value was, I was charging $10 for it and no one opened it. And guess what? That same program's 97 bucks today yep. and it's life changing. And it's the exact, I haven't changed a single thing about it. So yep. I do really believe that the energetic mm -hmm. connection needs to be there for sure. But don't you feel like that as helpers, whatever helper lane you're in, as helpers, we're like, I just want to help. I just want to help. And so like, you know, I um, I got interviewed by uh, Authority Magazine. Told, I mean, this is me, whatever. And I made this video. And I said that in the beginning, people will be like, oh, well, we'll give you, to your point, we'll give you a positive review. And I was like, okay. But then I was like, wait a minute, I can't call Wells Fargo and say, I got four positive reviews this month. Can you take that for the mortgage? <laughs> like, that, that, that's not really going to work, you know? But so I had to learn to be able to say, people say, what are you worth? And just say the number. And inside, I am cringing. But like, this is the number. Those are not things that, that you, you know, like you have, to, you have to learn. This is a learned behavior. Showing up for yourself and owning your worth, friends, is a learned behavior. You have to practice. If you don't, you'll say, well, my rate is $5,000, but I'll do it for four. But if it's virtual, I'll do it for two. And if you wear pink shoes, I'll do it 50 bucks. Like you'll just start talking yourself down. No, just say what, say what your rate is and then just be quiet. Be quiet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And you have to do that. And, and, and the thing with, you know, your rate, it has a lot more to do with what you need than what that like the value, like it's like you, you're priceless. So you really have to base your rate on what you need to make. And like, I know some people are like, well, that's arbitrary. Well, all pricing is arbitrary, right? Like you have to figure out where do you, where's your energetic container? And then how do you do that in a way that you're showing up authentically for them? And it's also paying your bills. And people are like, wait, but, but that's so much. And I'm like, right, but that's what you've decided you need to make. Yeah. So the opportunity cost for you to do it for anything less. I know me and you were like, we're like right here, right? Like we, it's so good. It's so good. I love it. I love that. It's so good. So, um, so with the, the logistics, that, so you haven't even shot the show. So there's no, like, I can't tell you anything because there's nothing to tell us yet, but like, nope. you know who the people are that are going to be there too. Or So we, um, so if you, if you go on LinkedIn, you'll see that my picture on LinkedIn is like this yellow background. That's the branding of the show. 
Um, and so I, you know, contractually we have to put up, you know, th- but I, I'm like, why would I not put this up? I'm going to tell people. So I've, I found other yellow people on LinkedIn. <laughs> like we've all kind of looked for each other. I'm not kidding. And so we've connected and there's some of the people that I'm like, hmm, I bet I'll be working with you. And, and like they announced that I was a captain. Um, it was so bizarre, friend. When I met with the executive director, um, it was, you have, that was like the last step before you actually finally get cast. Right. And there's supposed to be like this, you know, 15 minute meeting. And within 10 minutes, he was like, hey, one second. And so then he canceled the next meeting and then he canceled the next meeting. And he just like, he was like, just talk to me. He was like, you're doing the work. He's like, what are your thoughts? And so then at the end, he goes, I really want you to be a co-captain in one of the teams. Would you be interested in that? And I was looking around for Ashton Kutcher. I was like, what is happening right now? Like, I mean, what do you say to that? And as I was like, yes, sir. Um, So uh, and so they announced that. And so then from that, more people kind of connected. So we're connecting a little bit, but we're not having a group call. They don't know what teams they're on before they get there. It's all part of the filming. So I don't know. Did they give you like a packing list? Cause like, let's be real. Like uh, I, I got to geek out on the, like the clothing side well, of this. Did they tell you what you need? And well, stuff? so they said, um, what would they say? Uh, smart clothing, smart clothing. Cause the person I'm talking to is British. Um, and I was like, well, I've gained a few pounds. So, um, you know, we might have to go shopping for some smart clothing. They want us like sleek. They showed us this, like, um, actually I need Mikey, Mikey, I need your help. They, they showed us like some of the brands and I was like, okay, I have a toddler. I don't shop at like Saran, L'Enfant, Like I don't shop at these places. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? They sell at Target? Otherwise I don't buy it. So um, I need some, I need some help. <laughs> I need help. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so glad I went to the ladies room before this. Because I totally <laughs> would have peed my pants. So, okay. So you mentioned that you have a toddler and I know that you and your husband have been potty training and how's that going or is that done? Okay, I feel like that we should write a book called Life Leadership Lessons from Potty Training. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, it's so true. Like, you get it, but just one time. Now, last night, we went potty twice before dinner, and we were, like, doing the pot. Like, Bill does a potty. Day. Do y'all watch Bluey? Are y'all Bluey fans? Do you have you? I have five kids under eight. Did you know oh, that? I didn't. Well, that's a lot. Um, I love Bluey. Um, I mean, I would, too, if I could afford them, but, like, we can't have... Adoption is expensive. Can we just shout out that for a second? Wow. Um, so like we do the potty dance and um, it's so exciting. Um, but for some reason, I don't, I don't know if I say this. For some reason, Cade, think, he's a boy. For some reason he thinks he has to like hold his pee-pee before he goes potty. So he's like, I got a pee-pee. And I'm like, you could just tell me. There's no action that goes oh, with it. Caleb does that too. It's like, ridiculous. And I'm like, what? Like, why? 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 why, why yeah. yeah. But so we're not, we're not, we haven't like potty trained uh, past evening yet. We haven't even begun to cross that yet. But we're also not, we're not, we're not making a big fuss about it. Like, you know, at school, they were like, why is he the last kid? And I was like, because we're not doing this right now. There's so enough. Do you, do you want, do you want a little like five kids, like tiny, not advice, but like anecdote a little bit? Do it. Yeah. They do it when they're ready. Yeah. Yeah. They do it when they're ready. Honestly, one day they just decide they're sick of pee in their pants and they do it or their, you know, their diapers or whatever. Yeah. Um, or they don't like, you know, I remember my, my son, he's three now, almost four. He'll be four in July. And he speaks like I'll let you meet him sometime. He he speaks like you think you're talking to an adult, most cognitively advanced child. So I remember I'd be having like a full blown conversation while I was wiping his butt with like <laughs> poop everywhere. Like like Caleb, why do you do? I don't know. I guess I just don't really feel like you know going to the toilet. I'm like okay, this is weird. Like I like it's like what is it, Mr. Peabody and, and you know, the dog yeah, with yeah, the glasses? Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like I was, like, or like Brian from Family Guy, like I felt like I was like having a full-blown conversation 
with the person that I had to wipe his, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like you, you know how to use the bat. I know mom, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I could mm -hmm. be playing instead. And I'm like, but then one day he was like, this is ridiculous. I'm not, I'm, I'm sick and tired of carrying this around in my pants. So that being said, they do eventually do it. But yeah, when you're, when, you know, when it's new and you're like, here we are at this milestone. And the coolest thing with my daughter, we would let her sit backwards on the toilet and draw on the toilet seat with a dry erase marker. Oh, wow. What that would do is allow her to do her little artistic thing, but yeah. also allow everything to relax. Relax. Yeah. And that helped a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to borrow that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, I really do think there's so many leadership lessons here that just because you can go pee in the potty one time <laughs> doesn't mean it's going to, it's, it is a learned behavior, right? It's, it, we have to practice. Um, Sorry, I'm distracting oh, yeah. you. You have ADD oh. like I do, so I need no, to stop. Okay. But I don't no, want okay. these people. My people pleaser side is like, I want these people to know we love them. Oh, we do love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's um it 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 it's it's a learned behavior, and I am trying just to sit into it because because also I never dreamed I was going to have a kid. You know, I'm I know I look young. Um, it is because I cannot tan. And so um, Neither you, can I. you never ask a lady or a gay man their age and <clears throat> I am seasoned. Um, but I never grew up dreaming of having a kid because it wasn't the dream wasn't possible. The dream wasn't possible. And so the fact that I have one, I'm going to be OK. Being when I get peed on. I'm OK with that because I have a kid and I am extremely blessed and grateful. And here I am over here like I have five of them. <laughs> I mean, we would have another one, but they're really expensive. Um, it, it, you know, I, I that's a, the, the, there. There's so much about adoption that's not talked about and that needs to be because. And, I, and so I say often, if you have friends, I don't care. I don't care. Gay, straight. No, I don't care. If you have friends who are adopting, they need your support because it is an emotional roller coaster and it is so expensive. It took us two years to pay off the loan that we took out to be able to adopt Kate two years, which is ridiculous. I have a friend who's um, she's a, a nurse and she had nine failed adoptions. And one of them, oh. she literally was this child's mother for 12 hours. She was in oh. there when they had the baby. And so I, I remember all the fundraisers that she had mm -hmm. to do. So, mm -hmm. you know, I've never said this out loud, but I want you to know, like when I think of my legacy and like when I make millions of dollars again, one thing I want to do is I want to set up an endowment, a trust for mm -hmm. money to donate to people to be able to, to adopt babies. Like mm -hmm. that's a really important thing for me. I really, really believe in, in adoption. And I know there are lots of people that just can't afford yeah. to nope. have a baby. And those babies are, are languishing in foster care yep. because there's too much money involved which yep. is absolutely ridiculous. And I even know of a girl, she might even be watching, who was a surrogate. But because in, in the state we live in, in Georgia, they don't recognize surrogacy. So there had to be an adoption. So the baby needed stuff. But then the mother wasn't even a, the, 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 you know, the mother it was a mother's egg. But they don't recognize that in Georgia. So the, the the surrogate lady had to go to all the things and sign all the things and the real and the father didn't get paternity leave because it was technically not in it oh it was a nightmare and I'm like really like we're that archaic that we can't just go you know what this lady's egg that lady's body clearly this is you know a thing can we just sign like does it does it really need to go through the the powdered wigs 
of of you know it's it, it was so, so much. ridiculous. It's so much. It's so much. It. I mean, and listen, we were we were very grateful. Now this is an adoption episode, but we're very grateful. We we had a failed adoption first. It's an and, and, episode. And, okay. and that was traumatic. Um, it's you know to go from hearing the words "you're going to be a father," which again. I never dreamed about hearing those words because that wasn't a thing that was possible for me. And then we actually found that it was a scam. Um, and so it was just a way to get money, which made me just question my belief in humanity. I'm like, I'm out here trying to help people and you're trying to get my money. Um, the next situation, we're so grateful. We, you know, we met the birth mother. We were there. We were there in the delivery room. I mean, we were very connected. She still follows us on social media. And we love that. We love the fact that, cause I'm adopted. And when I was adopted, I was placed into two foster homes, an emergency foster placement, and then a foster home. Um, and so I, this is, this is very, also very personal to me. Um, but no one talks to you about the emotional roller coaster and the like, oh, now we need money for this. And now these lawyer fees and this money for this and this money for this. Like most human beings don't just have that kind of money in their back pocket to be like, here you go. So it is a huge financial investment. So again, if you have humans in your life who are adopting, they need your support because they are they are keeping the emotional roller coaster from you, but trust that it is there. And and you gotta wonder, like, why like why does it have to be that way? Like, why do we have government funding for everything else, but we can't slide a little money off to the side for, you know, parents. I mean, and make them write an essay, like make them donate cans for two years. Like that's fine. You know, like, it like I'm not saying it has to be for nothing. Like donate cans. No, but you know, well, like make them, I mean, yeah, you know, make yeah, yeah, them yeah, yeah. bring yeah. kitty litter to the, whatever, like whatever you need to do to make the, you make sure that you, you weed out the scammers. But there's, there's gotta be grants for that. Like yep. I would happily, I, there were a lot of things I would rather pay taxes, let, I would much less want to pay taxes for than that. Yep. Like yep. throw an extra thousand dollars on my tax. Sorry guys, full disclosure, throw, you know, an extra thousand dollars a year on my taxes for that. I'll do that all day long. Yep. Yep. That's, yep. that's important. Well, and the hook, your, your point there, they get you with this, like, but there's this income tax credit. Okay. We expected to, we expected that because they told us all this, we were going to get that money back. We didn't, we didn't get it all back. And I was fuming because that's part of the sell that it's like, well, it's this much money you get to, that's not factual. That's not factual. So it's, it is a, it is a system that is broken in many ways. And instead of all this yelling about, can you have water at a polling location? Can we actually fix an actual problem? And this mm -hmm. is an actual problem that we could fix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Absolutely. Well, hopefully in our lifetime, it will be fixed and there will be a lot more people that will, you know, deserving people that will have their babies because I think that that's important. Yeah. So, um, oh, my recording is telling me that I need to upgrade to pro and I'm like, I'm not upgrading. <laughs> not in the middle of a, of a, a show guys. Yep. <laughs> um, so this is a good place for me to ask if anybody has any questions, do you guys have any questions for Archie? Obviously, you probably want to go follow him on all the places. He does have this super cool website. You can go check him out at, and I would do it soon guys. Cause when he gets on TV, he's going to be too cool for you. <laughs> that is he not is. true. That is Today not true. he'll be like, Hey, how are you <laughs> next week? It'll be like, <laughs> can you talk to my you people, please? Please talk to my people. <laughs> so I don't think you or anybody I need to talk to. That's no, but you know what's funny about Archie? The reason I met him is because we share a very awesome person in common, Veronica Sofer, who's like my like 
bestie visibility strategist. Um, we both work with her. So that's how we met. Otherwise, we we never would have met. So I'm yeah. super glad that we did. Um, any questions? Hold on. Let me looking for questions. And you guys know, as always, um, here at the Dream Building Entrepreneurs Group, we do have an after party. So there'll be a thread later on today where Archie can answer all your questions, especially uh, given the stuff that he works with. If you want to ask questions privately where like your mm -hmm. grandmother doesn't see them in your newsfeed. Um, you can join my group, which is Dream Building Entrepreneurs, and there'll be a thread for you to either ask questions that are a little bit more personal or to even just get into a more uh, intimate dialogue with Archie. So, yes, it's a fun after party. Woo. This is so exciting. But also we want to let you know that that will be available for you to have that resource and even if it's someone that you know and you just want to say, hey, I know this person, what are the resources? He's a great person to do that with. So. Any last minute things to say to our audience here, Archie? Yeah, just to that point, um, I will just say, let me do a little bit, just a, just a moment of teaching. Um, you know, I get asked a lot when I present, what are the signs and symptoms I should be paying attention for? You know, if someone's in emotional or suicidal distress. And I, I've stopped answering that question in the way that you would think, because you were not going to remember. If I list all these signs, you're not going to remember at all. So instead, what I've started saying is, if there's a human in your life that is close to you, whether that be, you know, a coworker you see all the time, a loved one, a friend, you know how that human shows up emotionally six days out of the week. You do, you know, you know. So when they don't show up that way, lean in and ask if you can listen, ask if you can listen. Can I listen? Can I just be present and listen. If someone is very boisterous and they're not, if someone is usually very engaging and they're not. If someone's kind of a, a smart ass, can I say, I, just, I don't know if I can say the word, smart aleck, smart aleck, and they're, okay, and they're not, there's a reason why. So you don't need a list of signs and symptoms. You just need to know how your people show up emotionally six days out of the week. And you're like, why six days, Archie? Even the Lord took a day, okay? The Lord himself rested for a day. So everybody gets a day, okay? And so when, when they don't show up that way, Lean in and ask if you can be present and listen. Don't give your opinion. Just listen. Yeah. And for us fixers in the world, that's really hard, mm -hmm. right? Like you, mm -hmm. it's so easy to be like, well, you could do this. And and mm -hmm. yes, it's well-meaning, but I actually, one of my good friends, you know, Nancy, like she'll say to me, okay, I, I know you want to fix this. I know you want to help, but can you just hold space? And that's mm -hmm. when I go, yep. And then I sit on my sit. mind hands yes. and I just go, yes. okay, mind hands. You're not allowed to flip around in my brain yes. and try to fix this. I say, I say that too. I'm like, you got to sit on those emotional feeling hands, sit on them, sit on yeah. them and just listen. And for all the fixers, I know that it is a challenge, but listen, if, if, if no one's ever told you why I'm going to get kind of serious for a second in my second rehab, because you know, I had to go to two of them, <laughs> my second rehab, one of my therapists said to me that your opinion could kill someone. And I didn't really understand that until much later in life. And then I got it that in the addiction world, people probably see me as a success story, like quotation marks, like I got it. Okay. I don't got it. I got it for today. So people reach out to me to talk about that. Well, if they see me as a success and they're like, I want to do what that guy did. And so I say, I did blah, blah, blah. You should go do that. Well, I don't know where they are on in their struggle journey. So they could be at the point where they have said, I'm going to ask Archie if this doesn't work. I'm done, but I don't know that. And so I gave them all my opinion. And so don't share your opinion. People don't need your opinions. If you can, empathy is a real thing. Empathize with someone say, I listen, I, 
I have been where you are. Can I listen? Transition very quickly back to just being present and listening. If, if someone chooses you to be the human they open up to, give them the gift of your presence. And that's it. That's what they need right then. Wow. Yeah, it's so true. And you don't, you don't even realize sometimes, you know, how someone will take your opinion as the gospel because they look up to you or because mm -hmm. you're a, a leader. And that's why, you know, people are like, you know, I don't need any experience to be a coach. And yes, there is an aspect that we're all very equipped to help each other, but there are also, especially for trauma informed coaches, oh. you <laughs> got to make sure that you have the training that you're not doing these, you know, that you're not triggering people. It, there are very dangerous things that can happen. It's, it's on par with if someone's in a car accident and you move them, move them. that is what you can do in That's someone's so mind. You have to be mm. so careful. That's so good. That's such a good analogy. And it is literally that, that critical of an issue that if someone is, is hurting, they just need to be present. And then maybe we might need to get some professional help, but for your, your job, be present. Just be present. Yeah. Until, until the ambulance arrives, yep. essentially. Yeah. 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 Well, that's such a somber note to end it on, but that's okay because I'm sure that we'll hear lots more from you and you guys definitely need to go follow him. You have Instagram too, right? Yeah. Everything is on the website, but the Instagram, I'm probably most active there. It's Archie underscore cares, but you can get to everything from my website, which is Archie cares. I will hold you to that because I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here, Archie. It's been a pleasure and so informative and so fun and so outside of what I thought it would be like speaking to a mental health person. <laughs> I was like, oh, goodness. <laughs> Let's see. But, you know, you, you, you've done a great job of, of bringing the, uh, you know, the tent city to the, uh, to the, to the, what's the name of the hospital in Gray's Anatomy there. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, Grace Sloan Anatomy. Yeah. Grace yeah, Sloan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So good stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I do appreciate it. And I look forward to getting to know you better and seeing you kick butt on the, um, do you guys have like a, is there like a prize like for winning the show? No. So that's, that's how it's different is that every team is basically competing against themselves. The, the prize would be to get your company funded. And then if that happens, you are always considered an original founder of the company. Oh, hold on. Elizabeth said, I've been where you are. Can I listen? Great advice. Yes, absolutely. Yes, okay, guys, I could stay here forever. He's so awesome, but I'm not going to. So I love you all. I love you, Archie. Thank you so much for being here. Guys, that will do it this week for, what am I calling it again? The Dream Design Podcast. We just switched from Wednesday Wisdom. So um, go ahead and join the group if you're not already in it. No, nope, that wasn't English. Hold on. If you're not already in it. There we go. Um, it's called dream building entrepreneurs. You can talk to Archie, get some help, get some, you know, feedback on some things and stuff and all the good stuff. So until next time, may you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe and may you be at peace. Namaste. Oh.